What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up guys, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're visiting some r slash am I the butthole, some of the classic posts where they have updates as well. So if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all really does help out our channel. Timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. And with that being said, let's get straight into today's story, shall we? <laughs> Much love, guys. Our first story comes from Renegades Rule 33. I'm I the arsehole for despising my mentally handicapped sister. The title makes me sound horrible, but hear me out. My sister is severely autistic. She requires attention almost 24-7 and cannot be left alone. She is non-verbal and cannot take care of herself at all. Despite the fact she is only 12, she is extremely destructive and violent and destroys anything she gets her hands on. I hate her. That should be wrong to say, but it doesn't feel like it. I was only 6 years old when she was born and since then, I've never solely had my parents' attention. Ever since I can remember, the world has revolved around her. I was moved out of my room into the basement at 7 because she needed to be in the room next to my parents. All of my toys as a child were destroyed by her and my parents simply ignored me when I complained. Even when I was 14, she destroyed a Mac my school gave me and I was in the wrong. Along with this, I am expected to take care of her and drop everything I do for her. I can never make plans with my friends because my parents expect me to be there if they need me to take care of her. Even when I do somehow get time to myself, I am required to leave if they need me. If I do not, then I am punished. The recent example of this is when I went to see their new Spider-Man movie and was grounded because I turned my phone off in the theatre. It seems as if I am nothing more than a slave to them and anything involving her simply overshadows me. This last week I was chosen to give a speech at a school event. I was so excited and my parents promised to be there. But they never showed and claimed it was because of my sister. Anytime anything like this happens for me, they are too busy with her. I've held this in for so long and finally spilled out today. While talking about colleges with my father, he joked that I should get a degree that pays well, so when they're gone, I can take care of my sister. I don't know why, but this caused me to break down. I cried and screamed about how it's always about her. I'm nothing more than a caretaker to them, but they always make it about her, and I'm expected to be her slave for the rest of my life. I've locked myself in my room since then, and my parents have not come to check on me. Am I the arsehole here? And then OP put an edit saying, edit, update kinda. Wow, thank you for all the support and love you guys have given me. I never expected this post to reach the popularity it did. Thank you all. After thinking about it for these past hours, you're right that I don't despise my sister. It's not her fault that she was born the way she is. My parents came to talk to me a while after my breakdown, but I was unable to bring myself to talk to them and only cried and asked them to leave. They made arrangements with my grandfather for me to stay with him for the time being and I'm getting ready to go to his house. My parents want to talk to me but we have decided it's best to leave for now to have some space and time to collect myself. We'll be sitting down and talking later this week about the issue. Thank you all again for the love and support through this. I'll send an update your guys way later this week if people are interested. And we'll read a couple of comments straight away from this and then we'll head on over to the update. Just, just get an inkling of what people were saying to this story initially, right? So J-Cons were saying, not the arsehole. These are perfectly legitimate and understandable feelings. You have done nothing to sign up for taking care of another human being. It's not like she's your kid. 
And that was wrong of your dad to joke about because it sounds like he probably is really thinking along those lines. Be honest with your parents about how you feel. Make clear that it's insane you're expected to be a full-time babysitter. Grounded for no phone in a the theater, that's fucking bullshit. Face2098 says, not the arsehole kid. I hope you go to college far away from home. Later in life, make sure your parents understand that you won't be taking responsibility so they have better care and funding in place. And Crooked Halo says, not the arsehole. If you can, go to college far away. Time away and on your own to be just you will be good for you. Two, because I think your dad was only half joking. At some time, you want to have a conversation that they need to plan to take care of your sister in the future and make it clear that is not you, especially if you feel the same way as you do now. Three, I'm really sorry your parents didn't handle this better and I hope that one day your anger moves away from your sister. And here's the updates. I'm back like I said I would be. My original post got a lot of attention and seeing as you guys seem interested, here's my update. Well, since that day I made the post, I've been staying with my grandfather. The week's been honestly a huge change for me for better and for worse, but I'll try to run it down. I started by telling my grandpa the story of why I broke down the way I did, and to be honest, he seemed horrified. No one in my family knew my parents were using me as essentially a free care service for my sister. My grandpa told me some things that I don't feel comfortable repeating here, but in essence, my sister is supposed to be getting care from a professional and that my parents were ignoring that. Along with this, I was not supposed to be caring for her at all, with her mental state as apparently she's a danger to herself and others. With everything else I told him, along with stuff like the movie incident, he was really mad and told me to not contact my parents without him there. He pretty much told me he'd been meeting with my parents beforehand and that he was going to be there when I sat down with them. It didn't end here either. The rest of the week consisted of other family checking in on me and telling me things my parents hid from me. This included the fact that my parents have been taking money from family to fund a caretaker that doesn't exist. Suffice to say, this week has been rough, but the upside is that even through all of this, my extended family have been giving me more love than I've felt in a while. My grandpa spent the last week making up for the time I've lost, encouraging me to spend time with friends and do things I want to do. My aunts and uncles also have been helping me through the week. While Saturday night I sat down with parents to talk, it went badly to say the least. They came clean to me about everything, they told me things I will not repeat here, but they did not apologize. My parents still claim that I somehow owed my sister my time. My father even saying, you were put here to be her caretaker. I won't lie and say I was composed. After everything I learned, I confronted them on the fact that my sister needed a caretaker, the money my dad was taking from his sister and a few other things. They denied it or made excuses. And in the end, we ended off in a worse place than before. Today will be my last time talking to them for a while. After talking with my grandfather and uncle last night, I'm not going back. Later today, I'm going there and picking up my stuff and moving in with my grandfather. When I graduate high school, I'm planning on leaving the state to go to school. My aunt has told me that the money she was sending my dad will instead be coming to me from now on. My parents have called me twice since Saturday. Neither of them were to apologize and only asked when I was coming home. I won't be going back to them. Right now, I still feel pretty uneasy about everything, but I feel like that will pass. The rest of my family is showing their support to me and honestly, it feels great. But in the end, I lost my parents. Over all this, I've learned something that I wished I saw earlier. I don't hate my sister. In fact, I love her with all my heart. I should never have never projected my hate onto her. That was wrong and someday I hope to make up for it. But for now, I need to leave. So there's my update. Thanks again for the support my original post got. I really appreciate everyone who took the time to comment or show me support. Thank you. Edit, thank you all so much. I wish I could respond to every single one of you, but my lunch only lasts so long. 
I'll update tonight how the move out went, but until then, thank you all. I want to say that your support has been amazing and your kindness means more to me than anyone could ever imagine. Last edit, wow, I never imagined my story would reach the popularity it did. I know it's kind of cliche and I've said it a thousand times, but thank you all. We just got back from moving my things out of my parents' house. Everything I wanted to take, my grandpa and uncle helped me move and it's at my grandpa's house now. I have my birth certificate, social security card, every other document and record I could think of. My parents were quiet the whole time I was there. Shortly after I arrived, my dad left with my sister and my mum hovered over us silently as we moved. It took me a while, but as we left, she broke down and told me she loved me and would miss me. I hugged her and said goodbye, and that was it. Even now I sit here and think if she really meant it. After this whole week of her not saying anything, she waited till the end. I hope she meant it. Right now though, I think I just need to look ahead. Maybe one day me and my parents can reconnect. I hope so. Thank you for all the advice and love. It's been amazing. And I'm glad that through this experience, I at least got some positives out of this mess. Will I come back? I don't know. If something happens and you guys still want an update, I'll maybe come around again. But for now, I'm going to move on. For all those out there who shared their stories with me, thank you. I hope you see the other side. See you, Space Cowboys. And what a bloody story that is. Wow. It's just like, ugh, this one almost had me in tears. It, wow, it did. I can feel myself welling up now just talking about it. The feelings that, trying to just think about the feelings that she must have been feeling. Knowing her parents were just using her as care. The grandpa stepping in and just telling her to get her life back, encouraging her to go out to her friends. What a grandpa, absolutely amazing guy. And although the parents are wrong in the situation, the way they've treated their daughter so badly, and they've, they've used her as a care service, what is going through their mind, you know? Caring for someone mentally handicapped has gotta be so, so hard that it, it, it must play with your own mental state after a while, especially if it sounds like the sister is the way she is, you know? And I know it doesn't excuse the way they've treated everyone in their family, but what are they going through mentally? And for OP to come out and say like, to realize that they really don't hate their sister in the end and that they do love them from with all their heart and let's hope that they reconnect in the future at some point too, right? Wow, what do you guys think of this story? I'm not gonna put a poll on, on these update stories because these are older stories. You may have heard them before, um, but I haven't, I haven't read these ones before and just reading some of the older ones is just quite, I love it. I absolutely love it. I still love to know your thoughts on these stories. And our next story is from Resident Occasion. Am I the asshole for firing an employee after his parents died? I'm the VP of sales at a software company. And one of our sales development reps' parents passed away at the beginning of April. Sadly, they were involved in a car crash and both lost their lives. Now the employee in question is a very young 22 year old guy that's been with us for about 10 months now. He's a great employee and we were thinking about promotions in the next six months for him. His job is a high paying one for a new grad, about 90K with, with commission and base, so we expect a lot from this position. Because of an accident, we let him take a one month paid leave of absence from work and he's returned a few weeks ago and his performance is severely lacking. He's super unmotivated, not cold calling, outreaching to prospects for the last two to three weeks, enough since he's come back. Our whole management team has noticed this and we decided to let him go because we feel like he'd need months and months to be able to produce again and we can't just wait that long. We called him into a meeting on Friday afternoon and gave him the bad news. He was very calm and rude about it, told us to go fuck ourselves and got up and went to his desk, grabbed a few things and left. I thought this was very, very unprofessional and extremely rude. 
I told my boyfriend about all this and he said myself and my management team are a bunch of asses and pricks with no heart. Am I the arsehole? Update. Holy fuck this blew up. I know this was shitty of me now and I reached out to him to see how he's holding up. He's staying at his girlfriend's place and she's supporting him a lot right now. I offered to get my headhunter friend in touch with him when he's ready and he accepted. Oh my, really? I thought, you're, I thought legally you have to give people a warning like, uh, or maybe even two stages, like you give them a verbal, then a written warning and then you can fire them. I don't think you can just fire them on the spot like that, can you? That's ridiculous. It, it took a po this post for them to turn around and say, I know this was shitty of me now. Like you didn't know that was shitty behavior before then to sack someone who's, who's grieving like that. I mean, come on, man. I, I really do question the humanity when, when we can't get simple things like that. It's just ridiculous. Let's have a look at the comments on this one to see what they say. Miley30 says, you're the asshole for firing him without first going through the steps of describing his issues to him and giving him a chance to improve. He's been back for only two to three weeks. It's not about having a heart. It's about making a dumb business decision for both you and him. So much smarter to work with this guy to get him back on track after temporary setback than to push the eject button and have to find and start over with a new person. Dumb. Queen Cuntpunt says, you're the asshole. People generally receive a warning about their performance before they get fired. You gave him bereavement leave and then fired him immediately after because he wasn't performing. Now I turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below. And our next story is from Courage Classic. Am I the asshole for making fun of a woman for being in her 40s and single? This whole saga started because of my husband took my last name. A couple of weeks ago, he got his workplace to change it and his co-workers found out. About half of them think it's the funniest thing ever and about half are, are deeply offended. Brenda is in the offended half and has made that clear. He and I are in a group chat with his co-workers where we organise carpooling during the pandemic. It is very helpful to us so we can't leave the chat. Since he changed his name, my husband and I have been dealing with a lot of dumb jokes in the chat which we have been mostly ignoring. Yesterday, Brenda, his co-worker, and I got in a bit of a spat. I messaged the group asking if someone could take my husband home since I wouldn't be back from work until late and needed the car. One of his co-workers agreed and I thought that was that. Brenda messaged the group saying, maybe if you spent less time at work, more time being a wife, your husband wouldn't come into work with dirty shirts. I took this as a bad joke initially. My husband is a rural mail carrier, so his shirts look like shirts worn by someone in 90 degree heat on dusty roads. I do wash them, but there's only so much to be done. I said, I could make cleaning those shirts my full-time job and it wouldn't do much. Brenda replied saying, you won't be married very long if you keep trying to be the man in the relationship. I'd be embarrassed as a wife if I did so little for my husband. I said, well, I work more hours and pay the bills, so I think he can oxyclean his own shirt if that's so important. Brenda said, maybe you should learn to take proper care of your husband or you'll find yourself divorced. I said, I'll let you know when I need relationship advice from someone who's 42 and single. Now, apparently Brenda is going around saying that I mocked her for being single in her 40s. I don't care if someone is single in their 40s, but I think it's absolute bullshit that she can call me a bad wife, but I can't point out that she has no frame of reference. Am I the arsehole Reddit? Edit, for people keep asking me why I need to help arrange rides for the, in the first place. When my husband is out on deliveries, he rarely has cell service. So if I find out late that I'm going to be home late, I need to be able to reach his coworkers directly. Multiple spouses are in the chat for the same reasons. Edit two, people are saying that I've hurt my husband's feelings by saying I pay the bills. 
After reading the exchange he sent me, a text saying, sometimes I forget you're a little hard bitch who takes no prisoners. I'm so proud, lol. He's fine. I asked him just now if my comment about the bills hurt him and he said, oh yeah, it's so hard having a hot wife who makes good money. Really tough. Pray for me. <laughs> God damn it, Brenda. What? Why would you bring up that sort of conversation in that chat? Why would you do that? Saying you're going to end up divorced. Why would you do this? Bloody hell, Brenda. You get what you deserve in this one, I'm afraid. <laughs> Let's have a look at the comments. Not the asshole. I don't even think I need to explain why. She brought this on herself. Deca Decency says, not the asshole. What the heck, Brenda? Mind your own single business. <laughs> Society's Pinata says, obvious not the arsehole. Brenda was the aggressor and super condescending and pretty sexist in my opinion. And you hit her back with a zinger. Now salty Brenda wants to play the victim. P.S. Am I the only one who thinks that it's odd you had to ask the husband's work group for a ride home for him and him not just asking himself? And OP did explain that one in the edit. But now I turn it to you. What do you guys think of this story? What do you think of Brenda? <laughs> Let me know in the comments below. And our next story is from Stupid Test. Would I be the asshole if I asked my pregnant wife to move out because she and her best friend decided to test my loyalty? My wife is pregnant with our daughter. Initially, we were really happy and excited about it, but then she starts acting like a nut job. She gets angry and irritated for small things, insults me when she doesn't like the food I make, starts acting insecure and accuses me of losing attraction for her. For example, she wanted to eat chicken sandwiches for dinner last week. Well, I made chicken sandwiches, so she eats all the sandwiches, leaves me nothing, and told me they tasted like shit. I wasn't pissed because she left me nothing, but if she didn't like them, why did she have to eat everything? When I asked her this, she told me she was hungry. Okay, fine. She does this every time. Eats everything I make and calls it shit. I don't argue with her because I work more than 80 hours a week, and I really want to have some peace when I'm home. So yesterday, a random girl starts flirting with me after gym and asked me if I wanted to meet up with her for some drinks. I rejected her and told her that I was married. And when I got home, my wife started to hug me and apologize. When I asked her what happened, she told me that her best friend suggested a test for my loyalty. So they asked a mutual friend to flirt with me and ask me out. And I passed, yay. I'm really pissed, I'm done with her antics. Would I be the asshole if I asked her to move out? Edit, I don't live in the USA. Please don't discuss legalities based on the laws there. Now I'm gonna tell you straight off, this post was flared as asshole, so that people gave him the verdict of asshole, although I looked at a few of the first comments and I can't, they, they was all saying not the asshole, so I'm a bit confused with this one. But I would say if I was in OP's position and I was tested on my loyalty by, by someone setting me up with someone like that, I'd be really pissed off as well. I'd be extremely pissed off if someone tested my loyalty in that way. And I don't think I'd want that person, pregnant or not, to be living with me. And they're the ones that made the mistake, so maybe they should move out, right? So I would say not the asshole in this situation, just because of that. I know she's pregnant, um, and I would ensure she found somewhere, you know, with her parents or somewhere like that. But I don't think I'd want to be living with someone who's tested my loyalty in that way. And for the whole sandwich thing as well, calling my food that I'm cooking for a shit. I don't think so. So let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. Liz, Liz, Lizzie, Liz says, yikes, might I suggest some couple therapy first? What she did was clearly an A move, though I don't think you'd be right to have her move out while pregnant. La Pussy Monster says, not the arsehole, this sub infuriates me sometimes. No, not everyone sucks here, not by a fucking long shot. I'm curious if anyone would be justified if the genders were reversed. You're absolutely not the arsehole and being pregnant doesn't give you a blank check to turn into a fucking psychopath. 
Your wife shouldn't be getting a pass on this. At the very minimum, you need to separate and go into counseling. Do you really want to be dodging thirst traps and mind games for the rest of your life? Edit, a lot of armchair white knights down there going, how do you reverse the genders? Men can't get pregnant. Like no shit, way to prove my point. This is 100% unacceptable behavior, regardless of your circumstances. <laughs> Chomar05 says, not the arsehole, that eating everything and complaining sounds like pregnant mood swings, and you'll be the arsehole holding it against her. The loyalty test, that's a shitty thing to do. Throwing out still seems a bit much, especially since she is pregnant. She probably has some self-esteem issues right now. She has a shitty best friend, but maybe you should talk to her and tell her that the stuff is not okay. Ridley 8 Kirby says, not the arsehole. This whole, you can't ask your pregnant wife to move out, posturing is BS. Being pregnant doesn't give you the license to abuse and gaslight people. Asking her to leave, I think there should be a bare minimum here. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Would you ask her to leave if you was in that situation? Is he right to ask her to leave? Let me know in the comments below. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of classic Am I the Arsehole post. I did. I love reading them. Let me know what you think in the comments below. And thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to these stories. It really does mean the world to me. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.